0: Hi there, welcome to the Coaching Meets Astrology podcast. My name is Virginie Massot. I'm a career coach who blends business strategy, human resources experience with personal development and astrology in order to help you achieve your career goals while being the best and most authentic version of yourself hopefully we get there. <laughs> um, we'll also add a few, uh, probably sprinkles of health and well-being tips. Um, however, just know that I'm not a medical practitioner, so you should obviously check always with your doctor, um, especially if you have specific needs. Um, but it's just that I believe that it's important in the management of your career to also pay attention to your health to ensure that you reach your goals in a sustainable way. Um, yeah, and so this uh, podcast will be released every month at the new moon. I'll explain a little bit later why um, this timing, and I might release also some bonus episodes in between. Uh, but those will vary a little bit in terms of timing. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how it goes, and if we get a more uh, regular routine. Routine. Sorry for the bonus episodes. So let's dive into this. Um, How can astrology and self-development help you in your career or in your business if you're your own boss? Um, I guess if you're completely new to astrology, we might need to first define a little bit what it is because there's a lot of information, misconception maybe also about it. Um, And I mean, a lot of just very different definitions. So um, I'd like to explain a little bit how the way I see it so that you can see if it's something for you. So you probably know your sun sign, that would be the the sign in which the sun was uh, when you were born, so that's basically the sign that um, you've looked at if you looked at magazines and read your horoscope, (laughs) basically that would be the sign. I personally don't recommend um, to read your horoscope in magazine, but I mean, hey, if it makes you happy, uh, obviously do it. Um, but I'll, I'll explain in later episodes uh, <laughs> my, my point of view on that. Um, so yeah, astrology in general, um, if we take, for example, the definition of the Oxford Dictionary, it's the study of the movement and relative positions of celestial bodies interpreted as having an influence on human affairs and the natural world. So what does that mean? Basically, it's the idea that your life is influenced by the planets um, and the placement of these planets in different signs across the sky and in the interaction of those um, planets with one another with those in those different signs. Um, there are two ways that they will influence you. The first is through the placement of those planets at the time of your birth. And the second is through the continuous movements of those planets across the sky throughout your life that will then have a a different impact on you depending on where they were at your birth. will untangle a little bit all of this, uh, don't worry if you're a little bit confused, if you're completely new to this. Um, so, to give you an example, so the, the placement of the planets at the time of your birth have an impact on your personality, your appearance, the challenges that you'll face in life, and many other aspects of your life. Um, it's influenced by the exact placement of the planet of your birth, so if you don't know your birth time, Um, you might want to text your mom (laughs) or if you do not have that data available it's possible to um, to do some reverse engineering in order to know um, that time I personally don't do it but I know that there are some other astrologers who do it so you might want to check that um once you have your your birth date and your birth time, uh, there are various websites that you can use to calculate what is called your birth chart. So the birth chart is basically the drawing that contains um, all the exact placement of the planets at the time of your birth. So it's basically um, sort of a blueprint of who you are. And um, maybe to make it a little bit more concrete (laughs) um we'll we'll take an example let's say of um someone who would have um in her birth chart the the sun in leo the moon in gemini and let's say venus in libra we'll start with just those three planets um obviously there are other planets but it's just to keep it simple so um, The sun represents uh, our core identity. So basically, who, in a sense, who we truly are, maybe. Um, Although who we truly are would be defined by the whole chart. But it's really, um, yeah, our core identity, our core energy. Um, So for example, with her, with the sun in Leo, uh, we would have someone who's very... um, carefree who loves to shine who loves to help other people shine also um who's very generous um sometimes can be a little bit (laughs) self-centered that depends on the maturity um but yeah very very kind um very um yeah, Leos are really the the golden child. So you, if they are in the room, you will see them, <laughs> basically. Um, and they're really at their best when they help other people shine and they help other people have the spotlight. On, spotlight, sorry, on them. Um, yeah, and so this person we said that the moon was in Gemini. So the moon um, is basically our emotions, uh, our emotional needs also what we need to feel safe and and secure and so um, she has um, so this it's a fictional person by the way I I didn't take this uh, um, I didn't take a specific chart but so she has the moon in Gemini so that means that she will be very good at analyzing emotions but not that good at truly feeling them That might be a a point of uh, something that she'll have to work on. Basically, Um, she's going to feel very um, safe and secure when she's spending time with people, communicating with them, learning, especially learning new languages, um, all those type of things. Short term travels also will be quite nice for her. all those aspects. So that would be her moon. And then her Venus, um, we said it was in Libra. So that would mean that the way that she loves is influenced by Libra. So that means that she will be attracted to beauty, fairness, um, a fair way of speaking, justice, intellectual debates, um, to give a few examples. Um, So that gives you a little bit of an idea how the placement of planets um will impact someone's personality um obviously there are a million aspects (laughs) um involved uh the the aspects between the planets the house in which they fall in we'll cover all that a little bit later on i i don't want to confuse you um to start with so yeah, the, the, basically, the, so the birth chart will help us to see where are our, our strengths, our weaknesses, um, our desires also. It can show us also what we will be known for, um, the good and the bad, and what we must develop to be successful. So that makes it, I believe, a great tool in order to strive in our career um, and also to develop ourselves better. Um So that's why I decided to include it in this career coaching practice. Um, I've mentioned a few times personal development. Um, The reason that is, is because for me, uh, we cannot succeed in our career if we do not work really on ourselves. And I think that, you know, probably in earlier generations, it was more, there was more this separation between the work self and the private self in a sense where it was you know um, you're uh, you're at work so uh, you put your emotions aside and (laughs) everything and in a sense um, it it does still apply in the sense that um, you won't probably won't express all the aspects of your personality at work you might repress some aspects of your personality but in the end if you think about it you're the same person who's going at work and that the same person that who's also at home. I'm sorry, I'm getting confused in my words. Um, But so, you know, I mean, you're the same person in both those places. So if you're, um, let's say, if you have an issue um, being assertive in your private life, you might also have that issue in your work life because you're the same person. Once again, there might be um, less emotions in your work life or um, or a few different things. Uh, but in the end, the challenges that you will face in one and the, in the other might be quite similar. And so it's really important to develop yourself, um, to learn how to express yourself better, to learn how to deal with your emotions, to learn how to know what you want and express what you want in order to reach your career and business goal. You know, if we want to reach any destination, we need to know what that destination is. I mean, you wouldn't go um, on holiday and just say like, I'm just going to the airport and I don't know (laughs) where I'm going. I mean, you just don't, just usually don't hop on a plane and go anywhere. You define first where you want to go. And that's the same in our careers. So for example, if at the moment you're unhappy in your career, if you feel stuck in it, it's really important that you take the time to define what you truly want to change in your career what would you want to add or what would you want to let go of Um, I to give you a personal example I used to be in a situation where I wasn't fulfilled in my career um, and also in my life Um, but I just stayed trapped because it was what I was used to and I didn't really believe that I deserved better, actually, (laughs) and I just, um, I mean, I knew um, a little bit what I wanted, but then it felt impossible, and I would make all those excuses, and the thing is that very often, you know, we stay in our comfort zone, even though our comfort zone is uncomfortable, because just because it's what we're used to and it's we we have a hard time imagining something else and so the first step for that is to really think about what we want to change and sometimes it can be a few small things um, but you know in the same way as a small splinter can really <laughs> ruin our day um, when it hurts a small thing at work can also really, ruin our job basically and ruin our fulfillment in our job so it's really important to to think about that and very often we're just stuck in autopilot mode we wake up same time every day do the same things (laughs) have always the same energy drainers and and we complain about it we but we don't truly change it um you know it could be that i don't know um We complain that our boss doesn't listen to us but we actually don't ask him to truly listen to us or we're complaining that we were passed over for promotion but we don't truly ask what we could do um, to to be better or to be more visible, for example. Um, It's all about defining what we really want and how we can get it basically and then taking action to get there. Um, Sometimes it can be also, you know smaller things where um you know maybe you um you're a very artistic person but you're working in a very um non-artistic job um let's say accounting for example um and and basically the thing is that I don't know when you were five year old maybe your dad told you oh you shouldn't um you shouldn't work as an artist, artist is not a real job. And so, you know, you went into the very, um, yeah, very uh, traditional, let's say, non-artistic field. Um, and actually, it could be something so just simple as saying like, okay, I have this artistic energy that needs to be expressed, how can I express it? And maybe it could be um, starting drawing as a hobby or um if you're in a small firm asking them if they need help with um drawing the the, um, let's say designing the website or um you know being able to do a few more artistic stuff or maybe on side projects while still having your your core job um uh, as an accountant for example um but just finding ways to integrate what you need in what you already have basically but for that, the first step is to really know what you want to change. What do you want out of your career? And I'm I'm emphasizing the you, or at least I'm trying to, um, <laughs> because one of the trap um, that you know that we have, and I, I've touched a little bit on this, is that we we've designed sometimes our career goals based on other people's expectations. Um, maybe um, you know, let's say I don't know, you're someone who really really loves helping people but then you're in a very um soulless commercial job uh, because you believe that you need to have the the big house and the big car and the big check paycheck that pays for it if you want people to to actually like you if you want their approval and then you know you're feeling so unfulfilled in your career and and that's so sad like you know I mean it's it's really about taking the time to define what's really important for you. Maybe making 100k a year is not for you, maybe you'd be happy with 50k, but you want to have time to spend with your kids, for example. So it's really all those things about thinking what is truly, truly authentic to you. And that's going to lead me to the, um, the last part of this podcast, which is um, if you remember in the beginning, I mentioned that the podcast will be released every new moon. So the reason why this is, is because there's something um, that maybe you know, you or you don't know about is um, setting your goals using the moon cycles. So the sort of the principle is that when you have the new moon, that's the time where you set your goals um, usually you set them depending on the sign in which the new moon is so for example this month it's in Sagittarius so we would be setting Sagittarius goals and then you work on them you work really hard <laughs> until the full moon and then at the full moon you sort of check a little bit how far you are if you're ready um, see some results and then um, in the last um, two weeks you, finalize things you tie loose ends and then a few days before the following new moon you evaluate basically how the month went and um, if there are things that you've learned if there are things that you need to improve or if there are things that I don't know you need to delegate or to do differently or maybe you had too many goals or too little too hard or too easy Um, so that's basically the sort of evaluation time. And then you have the next new moon and then you set the next objectives. Um, So, for example, um, this new moon is, as I said, in Sagittarius and Sagittarius is a sign that is very adventurous Um, it's all about exploration and so you know one thing could be that you set some goals um, that take you out of your comfort zone maybe there's um, I don't know someone you you wanted to talk to maybe you want to finally have that discussion with your boss about a new promotion or um, you want to start an Instagram page or a podcast for example um, really uh, exploring things in your career Um, it's about exploring in the outer world with Sagittarius but also exploring in the inner world and so it is also a good time to think about who you are what you truly want for yourself Um, really take the time to actually listen to yourself understand yourself better Um, and so no, so where do you want to go where do you want to be in one year or in two years or in five years um, you know the new moon in Sagittarius is about giving meaning to your life so not you know really avoiding this autopilot mode and actually taking time to think about your long-term career goals to think about your dreams what you want to accomplish in this lifetime and Sagittarius is a very optimistic sign so i really really want you to focus on your dreams and not yet on all the realistic part of uh oh, but this is impossible and blah 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 and you know when we always have that little voice in our head that's just criticizing every single idea that we have well i hope you don't have it but mine is quite strong in any case um and so you know with the Sagittarius energy i really want you to um, to think, okay, what what do you truly want? And really keep in mind that there are no impossible goals. There are only impossible deadlines. And so I want you to repeat that sentence like a few times to, you know, to really focus on your dreams, on believing, um, believe in yourself. So... Um, this podcast is going to end. So now what I'd like you to do just after the podcast is to take a piece of paper and a pen to sit down, to um, turn off your phone and to really take some time for yourself to write down, for example, five things that you'd like to change in your life. So it it can be simple things such as um, I don't know, eating a healthier breakfast every morning um, or, or a bigger thing like starting your own business, for example, but really write them down, take the time and try to take the time also to feel how it feels when you write them. So does is it really something that you do for you or do you do it for the expectations of others? And next to those five things, you can write a column on the right and write down why you want to change them because this why is going to be crucial to really see if this is something that's authentic for you or not Um, and if you want to already start looking at steps on how to get there you can um, you can definitely already start but i would really focus first on this self-knowledge and self-exploration knowing yourself better and just focusing on what do you actually want before jumping into how to get there. Um, Because if you don't do things step by step, you might, you know, then focus on, okay, how to get there. And then, oh, this is impossible. And then you might actually chop down your dreams because of what you believe is doable or not doable. Um, And there are always solutions. So first, let's just dream and then <laughs> when we'll have the new moon in Capricorn we'll, um, we'll think about all those practical stuff which really fit the Capricorn energy. So yeah this concludes the first episodes. I hope you enjoyed it, I wish you a wonderful day, a really productive and very nice month also. Um, If we don't talk until Christmas, I wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, And I wish you also a lot of success in your projects. (laughs) Bye, guys.